You have queued up The Roulette Tapes, a program of adventurous music and conversation recorded at the New York City Concert Hall, Roulette. You can hear thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's past and present and find news of upcoming events celebrating innovation and imagination at roulette.org. Aren't you curious? This edition is about and of composer David Behrman, whose work permeates everything and everywhere. Search David Behrman Columbia Masterworks, David Behrman Sonic Arts Union, David Behrman Merce Cunningham, and you will find threads to pull that reveal all the consequential musical innovations of the last 70 years. We spoke with David Behrman about composing and pulled recordings made in the roulette studios and in concerts ranging from 1986 to 2016. Here is A Traveler's Dream Journal, performed with musician Ben Neal at Roulette in 1992, utilizing photocells embedded into gloves that trigger oscillators. Computer work is always related to the possibilities of computer sound, but, but now they're so wide that it's hard to say that it's a limitation. The problem is more that it's not a limitation. Yeah. In the, in the early days with analog electronics, if you could do very little, in a way, it was more fruitful a situation to compose. If you have very few possibilities, you know you're going to be within that realm. Whereas more recently, anything can, you can press a button and anything can happen. And, and it's harder to zero in on what you want to do yourself in that situation. Thank you. 
Now, a little history. Here is Behrman in conversation with composer Christian Wolff on the roulette stage in 2016. We met in 1957, if you can imagine that, uh, at Harvard University, uh, where I was just starting graduate school, and David must have been a sophomore, junior, oh, or something like that. Just yeah, a freshman. Yeah. 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 And uh, the wonderful thing about that situation was that Harvard, very conservative place, still is, and uh, musically, in a way, hopeless. But uh, David somehow managed to get himself to be president of the music club, which meant <laughs> that he more or less had access to the Payne Music Hall, really a nice, nice performing space, and we did concerts. Uh, Frederick Shevsky was there too, and between the three of us, that's, so anyway, that's how we got to know each other, and uh, where I first realized, you know, what a wonderful musical presence David was already then. I remember we invited David Tudor That's with a very small fee and he accepted yeah. and he brought with him Earl Brown, Morton Feldman and John Cage. <laughs> they all came to Harvard of all places yeah. <laughs> in 1950 something, yeah. 58 yeah. maybe 59 yeah. something like that. Yeah. This is David Behrman with longtime collaborator John Gibson on saxophone in an evening entitled Nectar from Roulette in 
Well, in the old days, I had very few resources in terms of how to make music change because um, it was usually based on homemade analog electronics and, and they could only do a few things. And uh, then when uh, the software music started, of course, that began to change because with the computer. The early computers were like uh, just a fancy switch that you could have all these different switch positions that you couldn't do before that without wiring boards for months. And the other thing is I, don't, I like to make pieces where I don't tell performers what to do as much as possible. And sometimes the electronics form a kind of spine flexible, but uh, a spine that gives the piece its character. So I kind of like the idea, I would like not to tell the performers what to do, but if you hear this piece, you might recognize that it's my piece. I miss Kosugi, of course. He was a wonderful uh, collaborator. And he, he was a musician who definitely didn't want to be told what to do. And I learned a lot from that, from working with him. So we would have uh, performances. Well, he did a lot of performing of uh, interspecies small talk for the Cunningham Company. I think there was something like 200 performances because it was, it was played very often for about six years when it was in the active repertory.
Yes, I do like modal scales, and I like non-tempered tuning, and I like uh, noise mixed with pitches. I mean, I grew up first in the 50s, serialism, and you weren't supposed to have octaves and triads, and then, and then things kind of opened up in the 60s, and world music came into the picture, and so, so it now uh, seems any, any sound can be okay, and it could be tonal, or it could be noise, or whatever. Well, I like thick, thick, thick tonal textures. And I like, I like beats, you know, the kind of things that happen when two frequencies are almost the same but, and, and they drift around and the beats change and all that. And portamento. And portamento I always have liked, yeah.
Behrman often revisits his compositions from years past, utilizing new technologies to expand the possibilities and vocabulary. Compare and contrast the 1986 version of Interspecies Small Talk, we just heard with Takahisa Kosugi, with this one, performed with violinist Cleek Shry in 2016. I think in the old days I was more a minimalist. I, I was I had a, a longer attention span, and some of those pieces, uh, well, the late '60s, 
the early 70s, the pieces with a lot of oscillators, and the music couldn't do very much except sort of float along with just subtle changes as the minutes went by. And I think my attention span was longer than that it is in more recent years. I get bored quicker these days than I used to, I think. But maybe that's typical of someone who grew up in the 60s. I like surprises, which makes me think I'm not a minimalist at heart. story from today. I'm trying to get used to the 21st century because I'm, so much of my life was in the 20th. And, and today I ordered an Uber car and I got this message on my smartphone. It said, car in 60 seconds, maybe. <laughs> and I thought, oh, there, there must be some strange um, thing that you have to learn about Uber that you have to prove that you're really going to go on the ride or you really have a an account with whatever it is. So I got into this car with a very charming young woman and we talked as we went down into the city. And her name was Maybe. She was from the uh, Dominican Republic and her name was Maybe. So that, that explained <laughs> that 21st century mystery. To me, there are two centers of the universe in terms of the music that I know best. And one is Phil Niblock's Experimental Intermediate and the other is Roulette. And so many, uh, there have been so many wonderful opportunities to try things out at Roulette over the years. I mean, it's just been, it's been the best, really. This is David Behrman. I'm very happy that David Weinstein is here, and thanks to Roulette and Jim Staley very much for many things over many years. This concludes our glimpse into David Behrman, a composer known for the unconventional use of technology in the service of musical elegance, surprise, and discovery. The Roulette Tapes is a podcast produced in part by support from the National Endowment for the Arts. This is David Weinstein at the desk. Thanks, everybody. You have been listening to The Roulette Tapes, a program of adventurous music and conversation. This series is produced by Roulette Intermedium. You can find thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's archives and news of upcoming events at roulette.org.